Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential for boosting energy, recovery, and well-being. So take your sleep to the next level with Sleep Number. With a Sleep Number smart bed, you can individualize your comfort level and enjoy a better sleep night after night. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now the Queen Sleep Number C4 smart bed is only $1,599, a saving of $300, only for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Support WrestleTalk! Give us a subscribe. Hello and welcome to this very special audio exclusive podcast bit, the bit where we just talk for you, our podcast listeners, because you didn't watch it on the YouTube, you're listening to it in your ears. So we've given you a little bit of extra stuff. I'm Adam and that's Denise. Say hi, Denise. This is not Denise. This is an imposter. Oh, okay. Who are you? Betty. No, Becky. My name is Becky. What? What What is this bit? I don't know. I'm Becky. (laughs) All right. I'm joined by Becky. I will be joined by Denise Salcedo for the remainder of the podcast because you do introduce yourself as Denise for that bit. But but no, this is I'm talking to Becky. Hi, Becky. Hello. What's your deal? Well, you know, I'm Becky and I just like love to hang out with cats all day i love tea and you know i just love croissants and and i ride my bicycle every day are these things that you famously denise alcedo don't do do you hate croissant no i love croissant wait no denise loves croissants This is so. This is so stupid. Does Pete have to edit this out too now? Uh, it turns out it's not being edited by Pete. It's being edited by a lovely man called Vinny. Uh, so who I have. Oh, Jenna just messaged him about it as well. So yeah, I've been messaging Vinny about. Oh, spoiler alert! There's some swears that happen in this podcast. And do you want to explain to the audience? Not obviously, we don't want to give too many spoilers away. But uh, Becky, do you want to explain to the audience why there's some swears in this week's episode of the podcast? Because Adam is just a terrible person. Because you've got trash opinions, Denise. No. You've got the worst opinions in the world. You can't, co- you can't coexist with Denise. It's just pretty messed up. She does no harm to you. She ra- she rustles my jimmies is what she does. She she, <laughs> she aggravates me every single time we do this. Wait, I'll, I'll, I'll send her a message. Becky's, Please do. Be- Becky's nice. 
tell her I hate her. Um, but be- so Becky, um, what were your plans for the weekend? Well, I'm going to go hang out with my cat. <laughs> okay, cool. What's Denise up to this weekend? Obviously, you're good friends with her. Oh, Denise is just going to be working. She's kind of a loser with no life. Yeah, yeah. Tell me about it. Um, okay, that's great. Becky, what did, did you did you go to school, <laughs> Becky? Where did you go to school? Becky went to school in... Um... <laughs> you chose this. We did not discuss this. <laughs> I don't know. What's, I thought we were just going to do it for like a couple seconds. And no. you kept asking freaking Becky questions. What did you major in, Becky? <laughs> All right. You know what? Becky majored in art. Becky went to well, your Becky, of course. Your Becky. Yes. Becky. Yeah, yeah. Becky. I went to Beckersville. I, I, I love croissants. We have already established that. And now Becky's leaving because she's out of content ideas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't formulate Becky's Becky's personality with enough time. I have to go. My planet needs me. Becky died on the way back to her home planet. Poor Becky. Becky. We'll never see her again. What a great character. She'll she'll come back. I just need to sharpen her a little little bit. She needs to be camera. She's not media trained. (laughs) You got her name wrong when you first brought her out. Betty. Betty. No, no. No. I can do better than that. Becky. No, I went with Betty first, but then I was like, I don't want Betty. Becky it is. Uh, But this week I am. uh, So I'm watching the Knockouts Knockdown show on Saturday. And then Sunday, I'll probably just catch up on some work because I just I'm really behind. That's fair. That's fair. You are. You're terrible. Terrible at your job. I know. You're still Becky, right? No, I'm Denise. Oh, sorry. No, Denise, you're you're amazing. You're you're my favorite person. We're good friends. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I know that. Yeah. We have so much in common. By the way, I've still been wanting to, I've been having this idea floating around for a video that I would like us to do where we just like talk about different things that we like, but it's kind of like, let's say we get a tap, a topic, for example, cats. I don't know. And like, you're a cat person, right? Like you would say like, is this like, is this something you're a fan of or like not a fan of? And then we try to see like how many things we actually have in common and like don't have in common. Do you get my idea? I do. I can't. I genuinely can't name a single thing we have in common. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. We're gonna find something. We, and wrestling's I mean, off the table. Wrestling and podcasting does not count. No, absolutely. I mean, I don't like wrestling or <laughs> podcasting. To be honest, you see, I'm, you I'm see paid what for this. I mean. You see what I mean? This is never gonna work. Luke, come back. Come All right, back, so what Luke. Are you doing Adam this weekend? Uh, so this weekend, um, I am going out for a meal at my favorite restaurant. Uh, well, my favorite brand, like chain of restaurants. There's a chain of restaurants called Hawksmoor, which are steak restaurants. I love me a steak, Denise. Do you like steak? No. Okay. Well, of course, of course you don't. <laughs> and I'm being honest. I don't like meat. <laughs> I mean, some meat, yeah, but not all meat. Uh, no. So I'm going. I'm going out to a steak place uh, with my partner. We got a little something to celebrate, uh, which is nice. Um, and then Sunday, I don't know. I might try and invite some people over to play some game boards. That might be fun. What are you celebrating, or is it personal? It, no, I, I, don't, <laughs> I don't. I don't think my partner's going to listen to this. My partner's uh, getting uh, passed an exam to get a, a qualification uh-huh. or uh, something that she wants to do for a career. Oh, 
Oh, how fun. How exciting. Okay, that's something to celebrate. Yeah. You were like, we're celebrating something. And I was like, oh, what kind of something? Like, is this because usually people say, like, it's not another wrestle baby. We're celebrating a work thing. We're celebrating this, a graduation. I don't know. Like, people always say what they're celebrating. Yeah. That's that's me trying to be a closed book. (laughs) (laughs) You dragged it out of me. You monster. Uh, right. Well, we're going to cut into the podcast now, I think. Uh, we've been, we're joined today by Laurie Blake, who's fine. We like Laurie. Uh, and we're talking about King of the Ring, which will probably also be fine. Uh, so, yeah, enjoy this very, very fine episode of the Friday Show podcast. Bye, everyone. Enjoy the show. There'll be no outro. This, this, once the show ends, this will just end. Goodbye enjoy the show oh no one can see you no one can see you waving oh damn i forgot (laughs) crown xavier wood king of the ring you cowards Hello, I'm Adam, uh, joined as ever by the hardest working woman in sports infotainment, Hollywood, Denise the Hammer Salcedo. Denise, how the devil are you? I'm doing pretty well. I woke up early today and I was like, okay, I got to do so much things. And like, yeah, I'm trying to wake up a lot earlier than I normally do, but it's very, very difficult. But today I did it. Yes, you look bright-eyed, bushy-tailed, uh, and in <laughs> fact, we will be joined by someone else who is uh, bushy in a different way. Uh, it is um, easily, uh, well, basically, we know him as El Fakador. Uh, you might know him as the person with the worst blood on the clock tower record in the history of wrestling journalism. Uh, please welcome to the show, Laurie Blake. Bugger Hello. off. <laughs> Jesus. Got my stats don't lie. Before you brought me in, yeah. No, the stats don't lie. Stupid stats. <laughs> stupid, <laughs> stupid stats. It's all about the stories. Stats are stats are irrelevant. Absolutely. Uh, Blood in the Clock Tower, uh, Denise. I don't know if you know, but uh, we we played Werewolf. You joined us for Werewolf yeah. back in the day. Uh, Blood in the Clock Tower is a lot like Werewolf, but instead of like some people being villagers and some people being uh, werewolves, as it were, um, everyone has a power, and so it's like it's like that with just like extra rules on top. A lot I of fun. See. I see. Laurie's... So you simplified it when I was a guest. Thank you very yeah, much. We dumbed it down. Absolutely. I appreciate yeah. it. Uh, and Laurie's just oddly terrible. Uh, for some reason, has the. I'm not uh, the... <laughs> Wait, what is going on? Uh, so basically, uh, it's just it's becoming office in joke now. Uh, someone has released all the stats of who's won the most games, and I was doing the worst for a while, but Laurie has uh, taken that baton and oh. run with it. How are you doing Unwillingly. the worst? Though? I thought you were Un- like the king of games. I'm being dragged. I'm being dragged down. I'm being dragged down by other people. Yeah, his team don't listen to him. It's because uh, he's become known as like sort of the uh, the boy who cried wolf or boy who cried wolf, I guess, of uh, Blood in the Clock Tower. I believe in you. Don't worry. I believe in you. <laughs> it will happen for you. You'll be number one again. I don't know the rules, but you'll be number one again. That's I don't think kind. that's possible now. <laughs> as long as every, if everyone else just keeps parity, Denise, with what we're doing, everyone else plays every single game. I can never catch up. It's, it's how dumb. far behind are now. you? Oh, very far behind. Yeah, we talk about wrestling, though. Probably. Oh, if we must, if we must. All right. So we are talking today about 
Uh, we're talking about King of the Ring and indeed the Queen's crown, because Queen of the Ring was taken by Alex, of course. A uh, lot of legal issues there. Um, though the, be, the first ma uh, matches of the tournament have been announced. Um, Sami Zayn versus Rey Mysterio on SmackDown and Carmella versus Liv Morgan. Um, what, who hasn't been announced for the tournament? And we're basically just going to do a little bit of kind of like who we think should win, maybe fantasy book it a little bit. Obviously, Laurie's doing very well in the fantasy booking tournament, uh, unlike uh, my, my co-host here. Uh, you, deserved, you deserved to beat Luke, Denise. Thank you. I know I did. Trust me. I know I did. <laughs> I was screwed. I was screwed also in the draft as well while I'm you here. You were. You were. Literally, uh, Laurie, I don't know if you know this, but I won the uh, draft fantasy booking. Uh, I, I believe it was 49% to 51%. That was BS. I, just saying. Just going to throw that out there. I asked for a recount. I don't want to watch Crown Jewel. Jesus. Um, but speaking of Crown Jewel, obviously, um, these tournaments are, I believe, culminating there. I think Queen's crown is which is the point of it i don't know i um but what i do know is that one person old xavier woods has uh basically this is his thing uh and it's been his thing for a while like going back to june this year um austin creed at austin creed win xavier woods is twitter handle uh been screaming into the void about king of the ring for years so time to shoot my shot this works for people with the rumble so i'll try it i am announcing myself as the first contestant in the hopefully eventual king of the ring tournament let's see if this sticks he hasn't been announced for it yet no. uh but he bloody better because it's basically he's very very good is old um Xavier Woods at running campaigns like he did a campaign to be on gtv is it gtv is that the name of it Yeah, gtv yeah which worked, um, obviously. He was announced that he would be part of it. Um, but yeah, we so we're going to look at the at both tournaments. But first of all, like, are we in agreement that Xavier Woods should win King of the Ring? Does anyone have a dissenting opinion? So let me tell you what happened. So I posted that I thought that, like, depending on who was drafted from the NXT, that they should <clears> essentially, <throat> I thought they would be a good pick to win the King, uh, the King of the Ring tournament. And then quickly, that idea was, like, completely shot down because the people want Xavier Woods. So what the people want... You got to give the people what they want. So I feel like that definitely, I, I wouldn't, if they went any other direction, I feel like there would be a lot of backlash. Uh, G4 TV, apparently, oh, yeah. according to the comments, we got that wrong. G4 TV, very sorry, the internet. Oh, so it's not GTV? It's not GTV. I that's Goldust. That's Goldust TV. That's the weird hidden camera thing they had back like, in the God, attitude it era. It's GTV. <laughs> you know? That was when um, Val Venus look at the Big Show's penis in the bathroom and say, and they call you the Big Show. <laughs> that was on GTV. I felt very confident that it was GTV, by the way. I was like, yeah, for sure. It's totally GTV. <laughs> <laughs> you know, now that I think about it, yeah, GTV sounds like a terrible channel. Mm, absolutely. Uh, Laurie, what were you going to say before we so rudely uh, interrupted? I've forgotten now. I'm now just stuck on Big Show's penis. Um, let's let's move on. Phrasing. Um, <laughs> I was going to say that the, 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 thing with, the thing with the King of the Ring tournament, though, is that it comes with a lot of baggage because WWE are going to foist a King gimmick onto you the second that you win the tournament. And typically that tends to work better for heels. So... Mm. Xavier Woods winning, I think Xavier Woods being in the tournament is the best thing to do. I think you get him all the way to the final, and I think you have somebody beat him to cement <gasps> them as a massive monster heel. And then you're going to oh. hate them every time they come out in the King gimmick. 
but we already hated uh king bear king corbin for like the longest time and then like shinsuke nakamura with the crown was like fun for like the first couple of weeks and then after that it just got really boring sorry sorry to all the shinsuke nakamura fans but it got very boring you do hate shinsuke nakamura I'm don't you sorry it just it was this it's somebody like watching smackdown every week and seeing him come out and do the exact same thing i'm sorry i lost interest there i think king, it's king of strong style no, I lost king, interest king, with king, him in the he's crown. King, king of strong style. What are you talking about, Denise? <laughs> it was not. No, I'm sorry. It was not. It's, it hasn't been good. I'm out. I yeah. It's it's a real tricky one because they keep doing the same thing. They keep having that. Yet yeah, the heels win and they get increasingly silly crowns. I thought King Barrett was really bad. I thought King Corbin was all right. I I liked it more than his uh his waiter gimmick when he was the general manager where he came out looking like a busboy. Um, I didn't enjoy that so much. So I thought King Corbin was better than that. But really, like, when was the last time there was an actually decent king? Was it King Regal? King Booker? Because I didn't like King Seamus as much as he had that cool Celtic crown. Like, I thought that was pretty wasted. Like, who was the last good king of the ring? Brock? Jesus. I don't even think I have an answer for you. I uh, that's that's the reason why I think I disagree with Laurie. That's the reason I think I that not only you. I think Xavier should win it because I think he might act because I think they trust Xavier to pull off comedy. I think at this point, you know, that they can trust the new day for that. And I think the idea of him actually being a earnest king, like the first the first babyface king since Edge, I want to say. Like, I mean, Edge obviously didn't do the King gimmick. Most baby faces don't, you know, like, well, Steve Austin was a tweener, but like Bret Hart had the brief bit with the robe, then um, Jerry Lawler attacked him. Um, but I think let him do it. Let him run the actual, like, because then you you might energize the New Day with some more shtick, which, and also then it's just, it's literally just like a childhood dream, like something that you actually don't get to see all that often, like seeing someone actually compete for something they really, really want and have obviously wanted for ages like it's proper long-term storytelling like i think they've got to do it like which heel could be xavier woods and have it not be the worst apollo cruz <laughs> <laughs> oh no it might happen he's got his big military friend that's what i'm saying i don't know why but i see that as a possibility but <gasps> king and I commander oh, he's already no. he's already claimed to be royalty hasn't he so it's not like yeah it's not too it's different. Not... There's a, there's a few people with a, with a claim to the throne already in the in the mix for King of the Ring that you would imagine. Like you've got some people like Finn Balor floating around there, who's both a prince and a demon king already. He could be yeah, king prince, absolutely. Rey Mysterio is obviously already the king of mystery. So like you know, there's there's a bunch of people with king already in the name. So I do think that having Xavier Woods win would be great because it's like, all right, I just feel like you got way too many heels. Like there isn't very many baby faces that I can think of right now. And if they're supposed to be baby faces, they're not coming across as strong baby faces. And to put them in a spot like that on top of the childhood dream stuff, like that's all cool and dandy. But, you know, Vince doesn't care about that. Like, let's be real. He doesn't care about that. So I think it's more of just like, I almost feel like he wouldn't like at the end of his match on Raw this past Monday when he was like yelling, like, crown me, crown me, crown me. I have a feeling that it's going to happen or I think we are going to go Laurie's direction where it's not going to happen. And that's why I, they had him do that. I think Laurie's probably right in that it's that will probably happen. 
but I really hope it doesn't. I also hope that they use King of the Ring like an actual like at, per title shot on the line. Like the mm. last time they did that was Brock Lesnar, um, where it, you win King of the Ring, you got the title shot at SummerSlam. Such a good gimmick. Um, and I, I genuinely think, like, obviously, you know, you elevated Jey Uso from one half of a very noticeable tag team, but obviously not in the upper mid card by any stretch. You elevated him. And obviously everything the Bloodlines had with the New Day, elevating Xavier Woods as king, like going on this huge underdog run and he gets his dream. And then like that dream's trashed by the Usos because they're still got a thing with the New Day. But Xavier Woods then going in as the ultimate underdog against Roman I think that's a really fun story. And obviously Roman's going to beat him. But like with Jay, you can have this moment of just like, well, see how Xavier shines. Because Xavier shines under like these high pressure environments. Like I remember when he was just, he, he was just a New Day manager essentially for the longest time. And then it's like, I think it was 2017 that him, that them and the Usos had this amazing run. And he was part of all the really good matches. And he was obviously like he was the talking point of most of those matches because like he'd been this unsung kind of like sleeper hit. And obviously you've had Kofi WWE champion. You've had Big E WWE champion. Now the final piece of the puzzle for the New Day. I think it's a story with real emotional potential. Have Xavier win King of the Ring, go on to challenge Roman. That I 100% think they should do it. So I want to add to this. If it's not Xavier Woods, I really do think it needs to be a talent that can use this to actually propel themselves onto a good position on that roster and be seen differently. Uh, who'd you say they've announced so far? Sami Zayn versus Ray uh, for SmackDown. Be of them. And and um, well, for the Queen's Crown, which we'll get to in a second. Uh, it Liv Morgan. That's it. One match. They haven't announced oh, yeah. the brackets yet. Okay, so they've really thought that, about this tournament. You can tell. Yeah, me. I was gonna say, based on the two names that have been announced, those are not the two names that I was like thinking would be good in this. As much as I love Sami Zayn, and if he were to win, I wouldn't have an issue with it. But I really do think it should be used to like catapult somebody. Like for example, they just drafted Ridge Holland. I think Ridge Holland would be a great, a uh, great person to put into that. So that would be good. Um, I just think it needs to catapult somebody. I think it needs to be a SmackDown talent. Because after the draft, the SmackDown main event scene is pretty barren. It's Drew and Roman. Yeah. Like, it, it, obviously, Cesaro's up there as well. But Cesaro hasn't been featured as a main event talent for a little bit. Um, but, yeah, no, like, I think it needs to be a SmackDown guy. 100% Xavier Woods is a SmackDown guy. Mm. So... I think ultimately, also, if they're not, if they don't have any intention for the King of the Ring beyond they're just going to give someone a crown, maybe, uh, give it to Woods. Why not? That's a fun story, even if it doesn't go anywhere after that. At least that was a it was a fun moment to sort of build up to something that was just another match that you could add to the crown jewel card overall and go, look, here's this really fun tournament we've just been running. Here's the final of that. Here's a moment that we kind of can all get behind a coronation happening at crown jewel. There's a kind of synergy there with that thing. And then they'll probably drop it in about a week's time. Okay, so I'm looking at the roster right now for SmackDown. All right, Ridge Holland is definitely an option. He's on SmackDown. <laughs> I'm going back to that. He's going to just be like, Isaiah yeah, boy, good. Oh, I came up Ridge from Holland. the streets, and now I'm a king. Look, Look at me, me. I'll eat beef crisps last week, it. and now nah, foie gras. It's like a jewel-encrusted <laughs> flat cap. Oh, Honestly. I'm from the streets of Birmingham. <laughs> On the SmackDown side, there isn't that much option. Isaiah Surf Scott is another person. 
I'm looking at this. I don't want to see Sheamus. Mm. Nah. I mean, what other option is there? Shanky? There's not too many options on here. King Shanky, let's do that. If 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 it comes down to Jinder versus Xavier and Jinder wins, I'll I'll quit. I'll quit. Um, So one person to also consider is Mansoor. That's not a bad shout, but oh. He's a very. Ooh, I mean, they, they haven't because they haven't invented the biggest match of all the of all time for him to win this year. So maybe King of the Ring is the thing that they give to Mansoor. Oh, Laurie, you've willed it into existence, you son of a bitch! No, it's going to be Madcap Moss. <laughs> is his name? Ma- I forgot his name was Madcap Moss and Happy Corbin, of course. So stupid. Uh, well, right, it we, we talk sense because Corbin could give him tips. And be like, this is the way you do it. Or just buy his way through proper million know. dollar man style. Um, so we somebody like that. Let's talk about the Queen's Crown. Of course, we've spent a lot of time on King of the Ring and why it should be Xavier Woods winning. Uh, but let's talk about the Queen's Crown because that I possibly a more interesting tournament. Obviously, because Saudi Arabia and you know they 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 have a record. Um, but yeah. The, the, WWE's women's wrestling has been slowly over time. It's the one positive, I think, of the entire Saudi deal. And it's not even a strong positive, but it is a positive that at least some, you know, women's wrestling has happened in the region. Uh, So, yeah, who do we think for Queen's Crown? Because there's a lot more choice. Because this could really be used to kind of put a spotlight. Like, Naomi's done nothing for a very long time. Uh, You know, Charlotte might not be defending her title, so she'll probably win it, right? She's the queen. Mm. Um, For example, I mean, Liv Morgan. Talk about someone with an underdog status similar to Xavier Woods. Uh, Obviously, the only people who have been announced, again, real forethought going into this tournament uh, have been Liv Morgan and Carmella. Uh, But do we have anyone that we definitely think uh, should do it? All right. So I'm going to add, I agree with you on Liv Morgan. I agree with you on Naomi, but I got to add Bianca Belair. I think she would be a good one too. And then trying to think if there's anybody else that I would honestly want. Not really. I am seeing a lot of mention of Shayna in the comments. Yes, I almost forgot about Shayna. A lot of people writing down queen of spades, which. Yeah, but then, but then also Natalia is the queen of hearts. Charlotte's just a book queen. Like, <laughs> so many queens. Get, get, get some original naming, WWE. Jesus. Oh, also, we have a new member. Uh, hooray. Thank you so, so much. Briz Joshi. You've become a member. Congratulations. Thank you so much. You're the best. Let me just. There we go. Boom. Um, but yeah, any any other kind of like fantasy booking? Like, I, I think Liv Morgan would be like a fun person to get to the final. But I think if you're going to do Xavier, which I think you should, I really like the idea of like a a female Brock Lesnar, like a, a, a horrible heel who just smashes someone in the final, like completely destroys an underdog's party and just uh, grabs it. Shana, and I think that's literally the only person that you describe that is like that on the roster for the women. Yeah. I think yeah, I think Shayna would be really, really, really good. Uh, are there anyone She's else? Just picking up steam again as well, which is the good thing. Like Shayna's Break, just started sort breaking of going everyone's back arm. To the old Baszler as well, so that's just in time to do it for a whole tournament. It's going to be Eva Marie. <laughs> oh, she wasn't drafted, Denise. She I can know, go anywhere she wants. She hasn't been drafted. I choose so Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I've got something akin to a Goldberg deal. I'll be showing up in Saudi and Saudi alone. 
you're welcome. <laughs> oh, bloomin' heck. That sounds terrible. Um, the thing is, like, if, if Eva, I could almost get behind Queen Eva Marie, if she was, like, with Dewdrop and, like, Dewdrop was doing all the work and she was basically buying her way there. I, I, I'm still a fan of the Eva Marie heat game that fans have. Like, I, I think it's really funny. Uh, so the idea of her coming like almost like shane mcmahon the best wrestler in the world like <laughs> it makes Aww. me laugh but it appeals to the worst part of me let's be clear mm. but but it's definitely there no I, it would be a terrible idea i'm sorry i even said that out loud <laughs> oh it's you've willed it into existence that's what we're doing now everyone can blame does, me if it does happen i'll take the heat for it does alexa bliss have a match at crown jewel alexa bliss is off with sinus surgery um, yeah she's not going to be back for it Similarly, I think they've written Nia Jax off for an extended period of time. She would have been very good to have like a Queen of Evil style like win on that and then a character. And I think you've just got to think about, yeah, they're just going to give people crowns and Queen and King gimmicks. So who does it fit? And I think, yeah, like Queen of Spades. I could I could see Shayna Baszler as the Queen of Spades. Like it's in a good full branding. Game, you know? yeah. I, think, I think the issue is the problem that we're, we're having here by I think we're giving it too much thought, which is the thing. Like as fans do, we we always overthink this. We got to remember this is happening in Saudi Arabia, and they don't give a crap. They're like genuinely, like the Tuwait Trophy, the greatest Royal Rumble, um, all of the the greatest wrestler in the world. That's the only one that actually stuck and made into a gimmick, and that's just because of the heat. But like all of these things, they're just like they're there for one night, and then they're never mentioned by WWE mm. again. And that's the thing that kind of really casts a pall of doom over it for me. Just like I don't think they care about Xavier; they'll just run some guys that the Saudi princes like together, like Rey Mysterio versus I don't know. Who else does Saudi princes like? Come on, Saint Denise, Yokozuna. you know. <laughs> so like, he, he was asking for Yokozuna, remember? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they could Vince should have just gone out and got like Falaba and been like, here, <laughs> this is Yokozuna or something. I'm sure the prince would have been like, okay. Okay, I probably shouldn't have said that. The prince is going to come after me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all on you, Denise. You're taking all the heat. Thanks for that. <laughs> we appreciate it. So, yeah, I think that's uh, kind of like. Is there anything else anyone wants to say about the the two King of the Ring tournaments or the Queen of the Ring tournament and King of the Ring that's coming up soon? Are people excited about it? I kind of like King of the Ring, man. It's a tournament, and it's such a good opportunity to like do like various long term bits of booking, lots of little micro stories. They never do, but they can, and it's so it could be good. I just wish it wasn't so compressed. I just wish they weren't just trying to cram it into like a week, two weeks before an event and go like, here you go. It's all happened now. Like you could do one match a week over a period of months to build up to a big finale somewhere. But it's just just chucking it all in like one week period and going. And now the finals in, in Saudi Arabia, which already comes sort of tainted slightly. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like I, I like the idea of the tournament. I wish it meant something. And I wish, yeah, the stakes had been revealed and the brackets had been revealed even. So then you feel like people actually have something to play off of, like going into it. Instead, it's just going to be these two people are having a match in the King of the Ring tournament. It means nothing because no one's even discussed it properly. Yeah, this is, I feel like, the first time I've really talked about it too. 
Yeah, I mean, I guess like we, I, because I, we almost were going to talk about NXT and how it was doing in the ratings today. But I just wanted to talk about King of the Ring. I kind of really like it. I, I don't understand why WWE doesn't do it very often. It, it, it's, it's such a good platform to elevate a mid card star. I love, like, it's taken way too long to do a Queen of the Ring. Like, I can't, I can't believe we got a Queen, like a Women's Royal Rumble before we got a Women's Queen of the Ring. Like, Queen's how easy Crown is that to tournament. do? I actually prefer the Queen Crown's tournament name, even though the Queen of the Ring sounds like it rolls off the tongue more. I feel like Queen, uh, Queen's Crown Tournament, even though it takes me forever <laughs> to say it, I feel like it sounds more official. Like, oh, that's the Queen's Crown Tournament. Sounds official. It yeah, it's not just like putting a bow on the King of the Ring tournament and saying, oh, now it's Ms. King of the Ring. Um, I, 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 I kind of get that branding, but, oh, man. Why aren't we doing this for a month? Do it for a month. Mm. I don't get it. Just, just do it like it matters. Imagine, all, right? I mean, all wrestling is is telling people that something matters, and then that makes it matter. Like the, the belts don't mean anything because until someone goes, that's important. So if you told people the tournament was important and it had stakes, then we'd all think it was important and had stakes. That's that's just how storytelling works on a very fundamental level. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Say hello to a new era of mental health care. Cerebral is here to help you achieve your mental wellness goals with professional therapy and medication management support. 100% online. You'll experience the all-new Cerebral way, an innovative approach to mental wellness designed around you. You'll get a personalized treatment plan from a therapist, prescriber, or both in a safe and judgment-free space. Your cerebral therapist or prescriber will outline a customized plan with clear milestones along the way, so you can get to feeling your best. With Cerebral, you're not alone in your mental health journey. We're here to empower you to live a fulfilling life. So take that first step towards a brighter future and sign up today at Cerebral.com slash podcast and use code ACAST to get 15% off your first month. Offer only valid on monthly plans. Other exclusions may apply. Offer ends July 31st, 2024. See site for details. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. 
In four weeks, the typical new user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Oh, well, well I'm, I'm going to head over to our Ultra Chats. We've only got two Ultra Chats, and then we'll uh, get on to, uh, well, well the, the main the format of the show is we talk for a bit, we do the Ultra Chats, and then we talk to the rest of the Ultra Chats. We've, we've got three total Ultra Chats, so it might be a quick show today. Maybe we'll just chat about how bad Laurie is at board games some more. Um, I've, I've been... I if you go do back want to sleep. To... <laughs> <laughs> oh, and, they, and suddenly they come streaming no, in. <laughs> wake up, Denise. Wake up. <laughs> no, don't. All right, Denise. Do send ultra chat. No, Go to wrestletalk.com. Ultra chat. Wrestletalk.com forward slash support. Keep Denise awake. Uh, right. Anyway, we're going to head on hey, over. It so, might uh, work. What is that thing it, like reverse psychology when you say don't do something and they do it? I mean, that's what we're hoping for. It's more, it's more money for us. Uh, apparently, our Streamlabs have been really, really hinky since um, the internet broke, like, last week. So, I don't know. But we'll we'll see. Um, the Legit Underboss says, if the King of the Ring final is at Crown Jewel, then Mansoor is going to win. He is the only one allowed to win in their hometown. I've Yeah, I, I, like, I don't watch Raw and SmackDown. And I made a point to not watch the Saudi shows when I'm literally not being forced to do it. Uh, so I actually haven't seen Mansoor wrestle since, was it the Battle Royal that he won? I think he's had a few matches since then. Like, didn't he wrestle, was it Cesaro or Dolph Ziggler or something like that? I don't know. I don't watch these horrible shows. So let me tell you, Mansoor and Mustafa Ali have actually been one of my favorite things from Monday Night Raw. Unfortunately, they have been losing the last like two weeks. So I don't know if that's like, I, I don't, for a while, I thought they were like building them up to be something like on the show. And I thought, okay, maybe they're going somewhere with them. They've been losing the last two weeks, but they did lose to Angel Garza and Humberto Carrillo, who really needed those wins. Uh, so I take that for what you will. Mansoor um, is really, really likable. He has like a very likable personality that not a lot of people have on the show and he's like been literally been yeah very handsome he's literally been one of the bright spots of the show for like the split couple of minutes of tv time that he gets he's been making it work so i would actually be a fan of monsoor and i could see him working too because he has like a very like a i don't know how to explain it but he has like a very like happy personality so <laughs> yeah can i see that happy dance again please denise this is him monsoor <laughs> That's what happiness no one looks like. Raw. This is him when he comes down. He's like, yeah. And he does a little dancing. And yeah, I mean, he's not like goofy where you think he's dumb. No, it's just like, it, it's, it's, he's your average guy. That's how I feel. And he connects with the average. What a strong guy. gimmick. What yeah. a strong he's lacking, gimmick. He's lacking a character, is what Denise is saying. He's, <laughs> <laughs> he's just pleased to be there. Uh, he's, yeah, he's, he's I think Mansell's really good, there. though. He's like, he's, he's come across like, I think when he first joined NXT, they like, they kind of, didn't use him very much and you couldn't really see like the full extent of like his arsenal of of moves and i think over time he got a few longer matches and actually the saudi matches gave him actually a bit of time a bit of time to shine and actually do some stuff and he, he's really good like he's really really good he's an interesting cat like he's an interesting wrestler he's got unique offense but yeah he just doesn't have a character in wwe's 
world that exists outside of Saudi Arabia. He is just he's just Denise. In yeah. that. <laughs> That's really all it is. But you know what? It's connecting with me. All right. You know what? I'm a fan of Mansoor. I'm rooting for him. All right. That's fantastic. Tails P says Naomi should destroy everyone to take her place as queen of the bloodline. Someone we haven't yet didn't really talk about all that much was Naomi. And when was the last time we saw her? When was um, the last time? She was drafted and she's been appearing on SmackDown. SmackDown. She's been feuding with Sonya Deville. Well, sort of. Yeah, she's been feuding with Sonya Deville. She just popped into SmackDown out of nowhere and it was like oh it was like a couple weeks before the draft she pops in and then uh Sonya has been kind of like treating her like dirt she got she got escorted out of the show by security guards so she's been kind of treating her like really mean and so like that's the story that they're going with there so it seems to me like eventually I, I don't know eventually this is going to culminate into something I do love the like the term queen of the bloodline I think that's amazing. Um, I, I think like her taking her place in the bloodline is like, I don't know why that hasn't happened already. I think it's such a good way to elevate her as a proper heel. Um, it, it feels real. I, I don't know why they haven't done it, but maybe, I don't know, maybe this tournament is the way that they'll, I don't think they will, but who knows? Uh, do you like Naomi, Laurie? I do like Naomi. I don't, I don't necessarily want her to win. I don't want her to win this tournament if she's just going to join the bloodline. Like, I think you could join the bloodline and that be a whole interesting focus for her character and and elevate her without necessarily having to win this as well. I think this is much more suited to somebody who needs something to do and doesn't have a direction. And I think Naomi has a very good fallback direction, even if they mm. haven't got an interesting story for her to do otherwise. It's like joining the bloodline is something really interesting for her to do. So use, use uh, the Queen's Crown for something else. Yeah, because that's actually you're just really putting fair. too many eggs in one basket. Do not put all your eggs in Naomi's basket. Dazamillion says, I think the tournament would be better if they did it all in one night. So the winner has three matches, give them a better chance to shine, give the loser an out without being hurt by it. Of course, that was the way King of the Ring used to be. Um, that was how they did it in Survivor Series 1998. Uh, just like, but WWE don't really do that anymore. Because uh, apparently, which is a real shame, tournaments don't draw. Because you don't know who's going to be in what matches, which is I ban bananas to me. Because I think tournaments are the best thing in wrestling. Um, but yeah, they don't do the. I mean, the, when was the last time they actually did the pay per view? Even the King of the Ring on the network was just like two matches or three matches. So it was pretty, pretty crazy. Yeah, and I like the format of doing it all in one show. For me, it gives me a purpose to like. I feel like some, so many of us like we go into one show, we go into the next show, we kind of forget, you know what what happened on the previous show, especially if you're sitting on a three hour show and then you're going to another three hour show and it's only different parts of the show. Like, yeah, I would prefer it like that. I, I remember like bona fide stars. If you had eight bona fide stars announced for a night of tournament, then people would tune in because it doesn't matter who wins, but yep. because they don't have eight people that people want to see win, then it is that that is where the problem with the tournament structure comes because you have to advertise just one match and build to that in separate events. One of my favorite bits of uh, WWE long-term booking, obviously the Dangerous Game, Deadly Games tournament was really, really good. But King of the Ring 2001, I'm going to say, when Edge won it. Um, like one of my favorite little bits of like, like proper clever booking from WWE as well was that uh, Kurt Angle was trying to win it back to back. But he also had a match with Shane. <laughs> and so Shane came out and uh, made sure that, what was it? Who It was... Oh yeah, Christian was going to beat Kurt Angle 
and Christian was obviously this was before Christian and Edge feuded later that year and Christian was going to beat Kurt Angle and um what's to say Shane McMahon came out and stopped Christian from winning making sure that Angle not had to, not only had to wrestle two matches but had to wrestle three matches in one <laughs> night which is just like a it's a really fun little intricate bit of booking which you can only do when a tournament is all on one night and it's its own like event so I uh, yeah I I completely agree like bring back King of the Ring the pay-per-view I don't know why they don't I really don't uh, Norm Summer says Austin 316 was the best thing to come out of the King of the Ring. King Booker, honorable mention. Give it to Xavier or just don't do it. Stay juicy. And Will Campbell says, hey, guys, I think it would be cool for Woods because it would mean all three members of the New Day would have won something significant with Boosh and Kofi having won the title. WWE need to pull that trigger, but I'm fearing they won't because Saudi slash Vince. Yeah, it, it like just feels so burned that I just don't hope for a good time anymore, especially in Saudi Arabia. After The Fiend, like anything goes, like they could do the worst possible thing. And I, oh, yeah. I have a question no. for both of you. If it wasn't for your jobs, would you be watching the Crown Jewel show? Oh, no, absolutely not. No. No. I would just because I like to see how the people react because it's not like they have, you know, it's not like they're like the same kind of like, I don't know. I don't really know what their like audience is like, like in terms of like, do they know, like they don't know like the weekly television or anything like that. Do they like, they I don't think... know like any of the people, right. This is like I... all new to them. I think so. I don't like, I, I, I can't speak for yeah. like, network television in Saudi Arabia. I don't know. the. I love the quantity of people just on their phones. That's <laughs> like, it's amazing. It's incredible. Was it the first show where they were like all standing up, like in the front row, and you were you just see everybody like socializing, like it's a party, and there's no show going on, like in the like in the front with like all like the royal the royal dudes. I don't know. That was interesting. I it's like to see one. how they react. That's my thing. Like I'm interested to see how, like what they get excited for, what's just there. I don't know why, but I find that interesting. It's just it's it's it uh, it's it weirds me out, man. Like it, the whole thing just feels really wrong. Um, like it always it always has, but just yeah, like it's it, it's a combination of things. And we're actually doing a list that's coming out about Saudi matches on Sunday. But just it's first of all, they're the house shows, they're glorified house shows, but they're also really bad house shows because normally just at a house show where they're not televised, just have the good guys win and send everyone home happy because, yeah, everyone's having a good time. Mm. People are probably a bit more casual, a bit more mainstream. Just bring out the faces and have them win and do some fun kind of crowd interaction. But because the Saudi shows have this kind of like, well, no, they're bigger than WrestleMania. They have to do, but they also don't want to screw up their weekly television. They have to do all of these things, all of these bells and whistles. And they're all so weird. The Shane McMahon thing is so weird. He became best wrestler in the world and then beat Roman Reigns at a Saudi show, like the Tawait Trophy with The Undertaker. Like, it's really odd stuff. I, I, I hate watching them, Denise. I really, really do. Um, they but, exist in uh, that yeah. weird middle ground, though, for WWE, where they want, they have to advertise it because of the deal. They obviously have to bring all their big people and put matches on with their big people and obviously legends, etc. like as many people as they can dig out. But they don't want to talk about it for too long, too openly, 
on their weekly product. So it's like consequential because it has to be, because you have to bring all these big names and have to have all these matches and they have to be for the title as well. But WWE doesn't necessarily want it to. And then you have things like, oh yeah, no, Goldberg's won the Universal Championship. Ha ha ha, how funny. But that's just messed up everything that was happening beforehand. <laughs> like, it's just nuts. Did you guys see um, Brandon Thurston's graphic that he posted up a while back of like the money that they've made in Crown Jewel and then the money that they've made with like every other WrestleMania combined? No. Just, How? Oh, okay, go to his page. It's somewhere on there. It's like this insane. Uh, I, it's probably you probably have to scroll, but it's this insane like chart where it's like the Crown Jewels, the Crown Jewel shows have made more money than all the WrestleManias combined. And I was just like, what the? Like, I didn't realize it until I saw the actual chart. And it was one of those things that just like completely like blew my mind. Cause when you, you start to think of all these WrestleManias that you've seen and you know, the money that they've taken in. And I don't think you really realize like how much money, you know, you, they're getting from Saudi Arabia until Holy you see the comparison hell. of those, those two things. So I did um, think that was very, very interesting. I'm looking at it now. Ticket sales for every WrestleMania from 1985 to 2021 adjusted for uh, inflation. Uh, WWE have made 228.1 million out of ticket sales for WrestleMania. Uh, of all, that's all WrestleManias combined. 228.1 million. Um, as of February 27th, 2020, they've made 250 million um, off the back of the deals with the Saudi Arabian government. Oh my god. Happy super sweet sixteen, Crown Prince. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Xavier Xavier Woods is gonna win King of the Ring, guys. Oh, I think Mansoor's no. gonna okay. do it. Also, I was telling Luke about this a while back, but okay, are you guys fans of Gabriel Iglesias? The comedian uh, I, Fluffy? Oh no, I I've I've seen like random bits of his stuff, but I haven't okay. seen like his proper shows. So I was telling Luke, and I don't know if he ever did it, but like go watch his bit on when he goes to Saudi Arabia. Like just type it in like on YouTube, Gabriel Iglesias, Saudi Arabia. It is the funniest thing ever, but it's kind of cool because I think it gives you like a glimpse as to what like the WWE relationship is like. Cause the way that they handled like booking him and like the amount of money and how first he was like completely hesitant. So basically he talks about like getting this big offer, right? And his agents like, I'm not I like, like this is a legit deal you know this and that and gabriel's kind of like i don't know man that doesn't seem legit he goes i'll tell you what if these guys are legit throw them an insane number and then he said that his agent got back to him and he was like gabriel you're going to saudi arabia because <laughs> he gave them an insane number he said it was wired to this bank account like instantly he said before he knew it he was off on a plane to saudi arabia and then he talks about his experience there and he talks about meeting the prince and it is like i, I love that it's my favorite comedy bit it is hilarious so like seriously like anybody here like listening i would check it out and, and to me it kind of gave me an insight as to how deals are worked over there at least from his comedy bit who knows how much is like you know fake and not fake or exaggerated Laurie, how much would you yeah. have to be paid to go and do comedy in Saudi Arabia? For a couple of million, I think, at least. <laughs> Maybe we should just get, should we try and book a board game club out there? No, no, yeah, we absolutely yeah, shouldn't. Cool. <laughs> no, we absolutely yeah, shouldn't. Yeah. No. We could do a life no. wrestle hey, talk look, from Saudi Arabia. I'm happy to, I am happy to part my morals for money. <laughs> <laughs> um, Laurie, I see, I see you looking down. Does that mean we have Terry in the house? 
No, sorry, I was just looking down because I was looking down. All right, <laughs> Terry's Terry's knocking about somewhere. He's he's waiting because his his food's going to go off in like twenty minutes, so he just sits and stares at it for about two hours before it goes off. Uh, Terry is, of course, uh, Laurie's cat. Oh, how cute! Yeah, Terry's all right. Laurie, Laurie, Laurie has a love hate relationship with Terry. Yeah, he's he's annoying. Oh, how sad. <laughs> I'm not uh, a bad person, sorry. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Oh, I guess you're more of a you're more of a happy happy dog kind of person. I don't like dogs either. Gee, what? Ooh. What's wrong with What's wrong with you? What no, animals do you dogs. like? Do you I just like don't like Denise? to have them in the house. I'm not a pet person. Denise, why do you have the worst opinions on everything? I'm sorry. I'm not a pet person. Sue me. I'm if you could own person. one animal, though, Denise, of all animals, what animal would it be? A giraffe. Right. I'm not a pet person, but let's get this really complex. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can pet. put him. He fits in my backyard. I could have a giraffe in have my you got backyard. Trees, Denise? <laughs> it would be fantastic. Oh no, pets you seem like too much any work. Animal. I'm. I'm sorry, giraffe. but if I have the option between a giraffe and a dog, I'm gonna pick the giraffe. We're different people, Denise. I, I I knew this going into this, but that's like we are we are very My different. Second people. would probably be when like an elephant. Walk it? An <laughs> elephant. Are you, are you Bart Simpson? Streets are big. I could Where's walk my, my elephant. elephant. The streets are big. <laughs> Denise, you would be dragged down the street by an elephant. You would. He would just step <laughs> on you. <laughs> well, there you go. It would be a sight to see. I'd be very popular too in my hometown if I had an elephant. I can never predict you know, what never you're going to say. <laughs> They'll know the indignity of you walking them around the baking hot streets of where you live. <laughs> Being like, look it's at my not elephant. That hot. It's nice. It's good temperature. You don't like pets. You don't like Christmas. You don't like board games. What? No, I don't like game boards. Remember that? Game I hate, boards. I hate you, Denise Salcedo. Uh, Brett Klasnick says, I'm begging for anything of substance to happen with King of the Ring and Queen's Crown. But to be honest, I've got no faith in it. I'd love to hear what you all think of possible Adam Page storylines. What do you think AEW's next move is? Thanks a bunch. Gang, he is the number one contender. And he's still over his balls, which is really nice to see. That pop is... I've, I've gone back and watched it a couple of times, actually, because that is a good pop which means probably full gear right do you think he'll win at full gear you pull the trigger on that i think i have a lot of people that like every week they're like it's gonna well ever since he came back uh this past week everybody's been like okay it's gonna be full gear it's gonna be full gear etc etc do you think adam page not adam page adam cole gets involved accidentally hits kenny omega and that's the beginning of cole versus omega I wouldn't mind that they'd have to find a way, right? Yeah, I think all oh, I, I think what I think it should be full gear and like there's a temptation to have him lose just to do it for one more pay per view, but I think no, this is he he already went away. He's finally shown up for work, as his Tron thing said. Uh, yeah, let's <laughs> see Adam. Oh, it's so good. Um, I also don't want Cole to cost Kenny like get involved and cost Kenny. I want that to be more like a different sort of friction between them. I want it to be more like, in, like planned that Cole wants to take it off Kenny. Not that he's done, not that there's been an accident, not that they're angry at each other, that Cole actively wants his revenge and to make him more waiting sinister. for it. Yeah. yeah. I think that, I think something that it's, there, there is a long game going on here and it's fine that Kenny's lost the championship, 
or you have Cole help him retain so that Cole can be the one to take it off him. But I don't think that's the right thing to do at all. I, can't, but... I kind of want Cole to be just the sleeper agent in the elite that he just never forgot and never forgave. Uh, I know that doesn't sync up with like being the elite because there's like, oh, best friend, best friend. I kind of would like it be just like, no, this is the long con that Cole is just like, you shouldn't have done it, boys. And then just tears them apart. Um, Lakshmi uh, Narasimha B uh, says, I hope I got your name right. Sorry about that. Uh, says, is Jinder part of the tournament? I mean, who doesn't want to see a whole series of Veer Shanky interference, you know, since no Singh Brothers plus Kalas matches over and over again with Jinder becoming King of the Ring? That would be the one that, if, if yeah, if Jinder beat Xavier, I, I, I think I, like, I would be done. I, well, that would. Yeah. It'll be the Veer's worst. no longer with Shanky and Jinder. Now it's just Shanky and Jinder. Veer's been drafted. Uh, I forgot where they each got drafted, but they're separated now. I mean, well, yeah. It doesn't matter till after But it doesn't matter till after Crown Jewels. That's true. They oh, come into effect God, after Crown Jewels. Damn, I completely forgot. HCB oh, says, Saudi shows annoy me due to the history of part-timers burying talent. Fiend, Braun Strowman, Ricochet. Bit of fancy booking. Naomi wins the tournament, then one more participant is announced, and it's Sonya Deville, and she wins. Great or terrible. I love the idea of Sonya being queen of the ring. That's really funny. Um, I, I, I've always wanted Sonya to come back and win something huge when she finally kind of like properly kind of does something uh obviously money in the bank everyone was talking about sonia deville so i i dig it um i think that's really fun does anyone else disagree i'm just i'm ready to i'm ready to see sonia back in the ring that's how i feel about that great uh the raven effect says i don't think it matters who wins queen's crown it'll either be charlotte or they'll lose seven thousand nine hundred and six times to charlotte to make sure everyone knows she matters and whoever won doesn't because wwe booking thumbs up charlotte absorbs titles through pins that's what happens. she absorbs your <laughs> your your achievements and merits she's got a lot of diplomas charlotte I could certainly see that the person who wins the Queen's Crown immediately goes into a feud with Charlotte. Like that, I yeah, I could see that happening. But I'm uh, the Queen. I'm the I've Whenever, got the, the Queen in their name comes out. I'm and the Queen, I'm the Queen. They'll start coming out like Charlotte will come out with an actual crown, be the Queen for one. And then like that someone will come out with a bigger crown. They'll just get bigger and bigger and bigger. <sighs> I like um, it. Shut up, Laurie. <laughs> no, you don't. <laughs> I all right, let's finish off with our with the remaining ultra chats. We have two here. Um, uh, it's Power Packers ninety says, "Hey Adam, last uh, at work, last time at work, me and my coworkers played that's my line. No one guessed that my wrestler was Sid, even though I guess is it Sid for everyone else's turn? Do you like that's my line, Denise? I've never played it. Have you not? Have you never played it when you've been on Quizomania? Have I? It's the 20 questions one. Is it? The, oh, is it the one where you asked me, like, to, I have to ask the questions and, like, I have to guess the wrestler? Is that it? Yes, yes, Denise. It's one oh, of the I most popular. Okay. Fine. Oh, I hate that game. No, <laughs> I, I hate, hate you. I hate you. I hate it. I hate all your ideas, Adam. Jesus Christ. <laughs> it's a terrible game. I hate it. Laurie, how do you feel about Quizomania? Oh, uh, you know. <laughs> Take it or leave it, mate. Yeah, that's fair. And finally, Jose Vasquez says, Denise, since you've said it, I can't shake the criticism. Blood feuds shouldn't start with a lockup. Love the Anna J. Conti uh, versus Ford bunny match. Uh, how they just brawled at the beginning. I told you. 
I told you, you're welcome. <laughs> I, I will say, like the, um, I think the worst example. Giraffe off into the sunset. I told you, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> As I ride off, like ET, but over the sun. Oh my god! Just little giraffe's legs kicking like Yoshi, <laughs> and a little so giraffe loud. over the sun. Hell yeah! I think the worst example of this, right, is Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins at TLC. Right? Do you guys remember this? Like, he Dean turned heel the night that Roman announced that he had leukemia, that his leukemia was back, oh, and then, yeah. and then Dean, and, and you know, not this night, and then he turned into Bane. And then they finally had a match at TLC and it began with a lockup, like really slow chain wrestling. Just really, kill really me. Sad. And it happens all the time too. All the time. Uh, and John J. Burke, uh, final super chat. And then we will end it there, folks. Thank you so much for watching. Uh, John J. Burke says, I know it's off topic, but I haven't noticed AEW addressing the CM Punk Colt Cabana issue, except once on one of those vlogs. Cool arms were held in the X um yeah i i don't know why you i didn't see that either um like i know that i have fantasy booked it um uh, because i wanted to do a, a punk heel turn uh and i thought that was the kind of the most way to do it but looking back on it i kind of regret booking that because like it's just yeah it's a real messy situation and i don't think they have to address it like yeah they're just they they were the closest of friends and then something happened and now we don't know exactly what it is between Colt and CM Punk and we're not owed it in any way shape or form and if they don't want to work together then I think they should keep that stuff off TV well, I it. guess that's, that's the thing if, they, if, if you want to address it then the two have to work together and if they don't want to work together then you can't address it because that's yeah. it that's if you as soon as you bring it up they're going to have to they're going to have to be involved because that is a, it's a wrestling storyline. Yeah. It's, it's like, I think we're used to WWE where, and you know, WWE is famously for fostering, you know, an atmosphere of paranoia and tension backstage. We, you know, the, the famous story of Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart, right. You know, but you guys have to work together and you're going to use it. You're going to use it. Um, AEW's same thing. Russell talks doing every time they pair you and I up together. I do hate you, Denise. Exactly. I, Friday, <laughs> I used to look forward to Fridays. Anyway. Oh. Yeah, uh, but you know what? You what? suck and all your games suck. That's not... Talk shit about me if you must, but don't come for my fucking games. And I've sworn there, and, oh, I, no. and I don't nice. regret it. You're in trouble. Denise. You're in trouble. She's right you're under your skin, trouble. Adam. She knows you're you're you are it out of me, this you bastard. This is a show. My board games are brilliant. I've got the best board game collection of anyone I know. I'm I'm livid. I'm livid about this. My elephant that I'm gonna purchase soon with my Wrestle Talk money is gonna stomp all over your damn board games. When are we? That was at 49 minutes. Sorry, Pete. Jesus Christ, oh, Denise. Pete's life harder. <laughs> Sorry, Pete. There's actually nice people on this stream, and it's me. Sometimes not, Laurie. not Laurie, I know. You you've just threatened <laughs> to crush his board games. He's like most prized. Possess. I've done nothing here. <laughs> yeah, but you, you've got polite. that vibe, haven't you, Laurie? Yeah, obviously. <laughs> oh, no, what was it? Remember, it was your chin. Your chin, remember? <laughs> We're playing remember werewolf. Oh, yeah. I, I remember my chin. I saw Last time I saw it was a few years ago. <laughs> 
I'm just messaging Pete now. Sorry, Pete. 49 Pete. minutes. Very in. sorry. Swear. Denise made me do it. Don't. Pete, Pete's smarter than that. Are you underestimating Pete? Come on. I, I find look I try to I try to estimate Pete but he keeps I know no I love I love Pete Pete is Pete's no, the best doesn't. he doesn't love you Pete he's lying I, no I really he's like Pete you. no I like Pete me. Pete's in my top three of yeah. wrestle oh. oh hey so thanks I'm not even on top I'm not even in top 50 you can where am I on get, your list where am I your we're, top hiring, we're hiring people to push you down further in the list Denise. yes thank yeah. you get in, get in the bin Denise you talk smack about my board game collection I, you're you dead to me about me yeah but you don't like Christmas or cats or dogs or anything you're so weird I why are you like so it. weird but There's you like Mansoor like. it makes no sense I like Mansoor dang <laughs> Monsoor stands rise. <laughs> holla, holla, he, he, holla. If you are a Monsoor stand, please follow me on Twitter and let's unite and let's make a fan club. I hate, right, I'm ending the show. You've ended this on a sour <laughs> note, Denise. No, I'm not. Come on. You guys are with me. You like my board games, right, Laurie? Yeah, 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 they're good. Thanks. <laughs> Bye, everyone. Welcome. Bye. Uh, you can follow Denise. Actually, don't unsubscribe from or, from Denise. Don't unsubscribe. Don't unsubscribe to her Twitter, uh, un her YouTube. Unsubscribe to her on Twitter. I want to see a significant drop in followers now, Denise, because you've riled me, and I'm gonna I'm gonna send my my flying monkeys against you. Don't do any of those things. Really, Denise. flying monkeys? My elephants would eat your monkeys. Yeah. Elephants don't eat monkeys. Well, mine are. My elephants are gonna eat your monkeys. You've got more than one. Yeah, <laughs> I got a couple during the stream. Actually, we've got two more ultra chats. Uh, so she wanted no pets, but she wants multiple elephants now. An army. Uh, yeah. Tids, Tids LZ or Tiddles. Tiddles, that makes sense. Says, so I got Cosmic Encounter after your masterpiece video, and then I played it with my friends, but they were a bit confused, so we didn't play with the aliens. Have been in lockdown since then, and then seeing your NRB video, the aliens must be in. Looking forward to it. Yeah, don't play Cosmic Encounter without the aliens. You might as well just play Risk at that point. Um, but thank you. It's it's good to see that someone else appreciates board games, especially my favorite board game, Cosmic Encounter. Have you ever played Cosmic Encounter, Denise? Is it like Hungry Hungry Hippo? First of all, it's Hungry yeah. Hungry Hippos. It's not a singular hippo. Oh, it's really fat. What is it? Hungry Hippo? It's not Hungry Hungry Hippos. <laughs> hungry Hungry Hippos, but you said Hungry Hungry Hippo, which is, I, it means this is a one-player game where you just bash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and multiple hippos yeah it's a game there has to be more of them and you press the little button lara miesh says i've been to a lot of wrestling shows over the past few years but i've never heard a louder pop than forty thousand women screaming at a harry styles concert my ears are still ringing and it's been 12 hours help me wow there you go hey i'm already getting monsoor followers on twitter that's annoying that's annoying we that people are following you on can, Twitter. We can't prove or we can't confirm more than I that. So. Actually, that's here. true. You could be lying. Unverifiable. He says, I'm officially part of the Denise Salcedo Monsoor fan club. He even tagged Monsoor. Wrap this up, Adam. You're giving her a platform. I hate it. I'm telling you, it's already here. I just gave him a like. Thanks to everyone for being here. Thanks to Laurie for just I, for like stirring the pot. As, as you do well, best. 
thanks Denise for having the worst opinions in wrestling once again keeping that streak alive and thanks to me the best of the three uh, for hosting and being great uh, bye everyone see you next week come back Luke As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.